Aiden, welcome back to the show. Welcome back to The Plug. I'm Penny. My co-host Olivia is with us. Welcome back. How are you doing? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. Just moved into this. Well, I didn't really just move into this apartment, but I moved into this apartment recently. So I'm still kind of transitioning, but good. I know since we talked, you graduated high school, literally moved to California. What's that process like? Um, I, after like everything with music went down, I wanted to really like solely focus on music. So I kind of just mm. was like, Hey mom, hey dad, I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to go to LA. And they're like, <laughs> Oh, haha, that's funny. <laughs> and I was like, it's not a joke. Um, so I left and moved to LA while all of my friends went to college, which is cool. Wow. Um, technically I am in college though. I, I applied to USC and when I went, uh, or when I applied, I, I got accepted into the music program there. So I am taking classes. Yeah, Very dope cool. stuff. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Um, yeah, I kind of regret it. Really? <laughs> um, because <laughs> USC is, well, college in general, it's not, it's not easy. And to do it mm -hmm. with a full-time job where I'm in sessions seven hours a day for four days a week, you know, or more, depending on the week, I feel like it's, even just with a couple classes I'm taking, it's really hard to balance. It just kind of sucks, but trying to navigate. Yeah. Yeah, that's all you can do. That's all the rest of us are doing. <laughs> so obviously you left all your friends behind then. What's that been like? Yeah, that was definitely tough. Um, when I stayed in Tampa for two or three months after everybody left for college. So I was alone, like with my mm. parents and my younger brother for two, three months, which is like cool because I love my family. But uh, I got yeah. I got very lonely very fast. You kind of... I feel like people take for granted how um, amazing your relationships are with your friends. Mm. Um, as soon as they're gone, you're like, oh, wow, I can't do anything but play freaking Monopoly with my family. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that's not what I want. Like, that <laughs> <laughs> um, and then after you play like the sixth game in like two weeks, you're like, all right, this, this sucks. All right, <laughs> I got to go. Um, <laughs> so that's when I was like, all right, it's time to move. Um, so I started looking for apartments, trying to find a roommate, and ended up making the move. So exciting, all of it. Yeah, what's life like there right now? Uh, it's very fast-paced here, definitely different than Tampa, Florida. Tampa, Florida mm. is like old old people, so it's just <laughs> slow all the time, yeah. um, which I like. I like slow. Um, and, and LA's dope, though. I mean, it, it is fast-paced, and if you can surround yourself with good people and you have mm. like a, a tight network, uh, you'll do great here. But you just got to be ready for non-stop grind at all times. How, how's the music process going now in California? Um, very well. It was definitely difficult for the first like month because I wasn't I wasn't used to going in sessions with um, producers or, or working with other artists for writing songs and stuff. Um, that was very foreign to me. So when I got thrown into that, I was very overwhelmed at first. Um, but now I love it. Like it's so fun being able to go in with new producers and new artists. And be like, okay, what are we creating today? Um, and I've kind of learned. One of my friends, Blue to Tiger. I was texting her. I was like, dude, how the hell do you do this? Like, she told me she would go into like twenty-seven sessions um, in, in a month. In a month. This is like a session a day. I, I, wow. I have never, I have never heard of anyone do something like that. So she went in, like twenty-seven oh, sessions in a month or something like that. Um, and she's like, yeah, it sucks. Like you can burn out really easily. And I felt like I was burning out at one point. And she was like, just go into every session. Like it's practice, right? Like you're practicing for a sport. You don't have to play your best every single time. 
you don't have to make a hit song every single time. But as long mm-hmm. as you're learning, as long as you're learning and, and you're having fun, um, then you're you're making the best of it. And you're killing it right now in the music game too. You just had three songs, I guess, come out of this like new era. We have Dumped, Communication, and So High. Can we start by just talking about Dump? Like, this is it's chart topping. It's a classic heartbreak song, head banging, but also like this rock leading guitar. Um, but I know there's a really funny story behind how the, re- the lyrics are written for the song. Yeah, that's funny. Um, <laughs> so I, I absolutely love that song. I think that creating that song was a step in a new sonic direction for me mm. because of, I mean, I was doing, and I still do like the super, like very indie, like bedroom pop. Um, but I've always had a love for bands like The Killers or Modest Mouse or Jimmy Eat World and stuff like that, where it's like Anthony and like the choruses are just so fun and so summery. Um, so doing that felt really amazing. I, I was I was in a Zoom session. It was, it was while I was still living in um, Florida. I think it was actually before I graduated I, I wrote that song. Um, and yeah, it was March. February or March of, of last year and we were in a, a Zoom session with like one of the first producers I'd met over Zoom. I wasn't really used to that. I was kind of capital saying, hey, we should do these Zoom sessions. Like, All right. Mm. And we're in a Zoom session. We were creating a song that was horrible. Like we all were like not we nobody wanted to say it was bad, but um, uh, we all knew it was just bad. And we were doing it for like three hours. And at hour three, I was like, oh, I need a water break. Like, I just need a brain break. This is just not okay we're okay so we all went like got water and just like chilled for a second i pulled my guitar off the wall and i just started like messing around with these chords that i had for like a long time i just never used them and uh yeah i fun fact about me when i'm in sessions i just like say the most out-of-pocket random (laughs) stuff all the time um i have a tendency to like moan (laughs) Uh, when I have like like a lot of things everyone has like the thing when they like do like a bad vocal take mm. um, a lot of people like cuss or whatever is, I know I like moan and I don't know why it's just like a risk of tick for me <laughs> <laughs> I just and I just do it so when artists get in sessions with me they just have like have to assume that um, but yeah no I pulled the guitar off the wall and I was uh, singing about taking dumps like taking <laughs> taking a poo Yo, what? So I was, <laughs> uh yeah i don't know why my mind was wandering there but maybe i needed to at the time and i just didn't um and so i kept saying <laughs> it was like in the same melody too i was like i'm i'm taking dumps all the time i was like i'm taking dumps all the time right and um I don't know, I can't remember the second line was, I just remember saying, I'm taking dumps all the time. And, and the producer, Ryan, he was like, wait a second, that's foul, but what if you <laughs> changed it? What if we changed it to, I'm getting dumped all the time, so I'm taking mm. dumps. And I was like, whoa, that's like, Genius. that's nuts. Yeah, that's perfect. And so we literally wrote that song in like an hour. It was so fast. We're all like, holy crap, this is amazing. Um, very good moment for us. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Just a little writer's block. Yeah. Literally, yeah. And- Besides it being like obviously a sad scenario of getting dumped, there's also this like tint of like optimism that reminds you kind of like, yo, heartbreak isn't gonna last forever. Why did you guys decide to like add that besides just like the classic heartbreak song? Yeah, I feel like a lot of heartbreak songs focus on, oh, dang, I'm sad. It sucks. 
And I'm <laughs> and like, that's, <laughs> I mean, it is. Heartbreak is sad. And it's like the worst pain ever. Like I'm, I, I, always, I always say this, which I don't know how true this is, but I always say I'd rather break my arm than have my heart broken. Um, because, because your arm, you know, can heal um, quickly. I mean, not quickly, but like it's, once you get the cast on, you're not really feeling that pain anymore. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Heartbreak lasts weeks or months or, or even years for some people and it just has like a lasting impact and it just doesn't go away. Um, and so I feel like if I was to write a song like that, it it wouldn't have been in the form of dump. Like dump felt like to me like it was on the, the you're at the end of your heartbreak. You wanted it to end, you know what I mean? You wanted to be better off on your own um, and you could feel that you were you were just getting over that last final hump which I think is like really cool I don't feel like a lot of people talk about that I don't feel like a lot of people mm. talk about the end of heartbreak everyone talks about the beginning of heartbreak like what did you do to me why do I feel this way mm. I wanted to shed some light on like a different stage of heartbreak yeah definitely but so your music video obviously it was incredible also um, and the whole thing just kind of you get that like angsty teen vibe and the whole the whole breakup vibe goes along with the song and the music video. But you also are reading, I think it's Idiot's Guide to Love in there. I'm sure you get a ton of questions about that. But as kind of um, speaking to the audience and speaking to anyone that is obviously not completely experienced in love and maybe still early on in their stages of it, what kind of what kind of um, advice do you have for someone going through that? Or what have you learned about love so far? Um, wow, that's a great question. I'm an, ex <laughs> I'm an expert question. in this, guys. Um, <laughs> <laughs> You're on um, the book, you should be experienced. I know, I know. Uh, fun fact, that book's not real, it was fake. Um, <laughs> uh, it, was wow. a, it was just a cover that my, my director Brooke, she she actually designed and made for the music video. But but I'll answer this question happily. What have I learned about love? <laughs> uh, um, love's a beautiful thing. Um, I have been you know I've experienced love before. It's definitely tough for me. Is you know I think everyone experiences love in different ways. Um, for me, love. I'm still on like a journey with like figuring out what that means for myself. Um, because I've, it's it's hard for me to like really give myself like that much to somebody, you know what I mean? I feel like I always have like a one final block and, and getting over that block is really, really difficult. Um, but uh, my advice, and I always try and tell myself this, if, if you ever do feel like you're in a situation where like love is, is possible, um, I would say surrender yourself to it. Just mm. go for it, you know? It's not worth, I mean, you have, Life is not worth like missing out on love. Love is such a beautiful thing. So mm. if you do have the opportunity and it, it seems like the right time, maybe it's not, but if it seems like the right time, I would definitely go and, and try and experience it and just let your walls down because when it's right, it's right. And it feels amazing. Yeah. Wise words, wise words. And in this song perfectly encaptures all of that as well. But one thing you're actually known for is like music first, lyrics second. What's that creative process like for you? Um, I, and I think it's just because I was, when I started making music, I knew how to play instruments before I really knew how to write lyrics. So everything for me was, and has been very sonically driven. And I've definitely improved lyrically and, and finding out how to tell stories since, you know, starting music. But, um, I just feel like I could listen to like a score of a movie and be happy with no lyrics there because of how the instruments and how mm. the, like the tones made me feel. Um, and if you can capture that 
in a modern contemporary song, you know, just by, if you could hear it and you're like, wow, this feels like, I, like so much energy, like I need a break. Just by hearing it, I feel like that's super special. And then you add lyrics mm -hmm. on top of that and you're like, whoa, this is even better, you know? Um, so sonically, like I feel like I walk, I'll walk into a studio and I'll be like, okay, I want this vibe too. And I'll pull out a guitar and I'll like play a riff. And I was like, okay, and we'll like run with that. Or it's a, a bass or like something. I always come with an instrument or, or grab an instrument like this is what I'm feeling like this sound and we'll build mm. off that um, and build kind of lyrics around that. Now recently I have actually been experienced like I'll write things down in my notes now like if I feel some type of way I'm like damn why this girl around me you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like I'm gonna, write, I'm gonna write a song about this um, but yeah no I definitely like coming into a studio with an instrument and being like this sound like I feel like this is what I'm hearing in my head that's kind of how it goes. Sorry, I was going to make a joke. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> Lame! Lame! Freaking Zoom. I was just going to say that Dumped probably had some pretty good lyrics to start off oh, with. Yikes. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I would have listened to the first version of it. Mm, oh, you mean the one about there. poop? or? Yeah. <laughs> nice. Very good. Very good. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was, I mean... We made actually a, another version called I'm Getting Drunk All the Time for when I'm... <laughs> oh, when I'm it's versatile. Legally, legally allowed to do that. Like, I don't do that. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. <laughs> For sure, for sure. Um, but, um, yeah, that was funny, too. Finding Malibu in your mom's closet. That's one. <laughs> She's very fun. And Angie. you're talking about just, like, how sound is so important. And we know you just mentioned that, like, Dumped has a different kind of direction you're going in. And it's a little bit more rock than your other more indie pop songs. What direction do you think this new, I'm assuming, new record, new project that you're working on is going towards? It definitely has a lot of that rock aspect mm. to it. Um, Sick. But not like that, you know... Indie pop, like, I, I, I can't stand the punk pop right now. Like, I think mm -hmm. it's, I, like, I love punk pop. I like, like, 2000s original Heck punk pop. Yeah. Like, that is amazing to me. Um, but this new wave, like, I can't, I, I listen to it, and it makes me just immediately flip it off. I'm like, this is ruining it for me. So I'm trying to, I, I stay away from that. So mm. rest assured, I am not an MGK Follower. Yeah, and I was gonna say. <laughs> in any way, I can't. Not an MGK no, fan. no, 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 no. He's an, he seems like an amazing guy, and I would never want to speak. I never want to speak poorly on MGK. Please don't come for me. Um, <laughs> but, but um, I don't mess. I don't vibe with that music as much as I vibe with like, like the original sound and like mm -hmm. how that makes somebody feel. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I definitely feel like that type of like like I feel like a good example or a good like sonic example of what I'm going for is like like coin song crash my car mm, um, oh yeah. like that's the type of vibe that I've been going for and like the sounds oh that I feel yeah. like I'm using a lot of stuff like that like really big like screaming and like crazy you know just all that crazy instruments um very big production which I'm super excited about because there's there's like there's three songs that I'm holding on to right now it's like the one one of them coming out I, mean, I haven't said the release date so I can't say that the release date is, is gets stated Monday but it's called Grocery Store Girl, mm. and I, I've been pit posting about it on TikTok a bunch, but yeah. um, that chorus is super fun, and like, it's just like a very, it just, it's so cool, like, it's just such, like, it's such, like, it's still, like, bedroom pop, like, it's still bedroom, I made it here, actually, in this room with my friend Sam, hey. 
and um, it's still very like sweet and like heartfelt. But then it has that chorus, and you're like, whoa, where the hell did this come from? This is like surf rock. It's amazing. Um, and then I have another song after that, which I think is gonna be. Banger. That song is like, I don't, I've never made anything like the next song after Grocery Store Girl. It's ridiculous. I, that's all I can say. It's just like the, the best course I've ever read in my entire hey. life. So, um, Way to I got some the hype. cool stuff. No, I, I'm yeah. I, I 100% building that. I wouldn't do this if I wouldn't, I haven't been like, I'm so critical of my music, but I feel like everyone I've showed these songs to recently, everyone's like, wow, this like sonically is such like a cool direction for you. And everyone's been really stoked on it, which is awesome. And you mentioned that um, the last song, uh, or the one that you're working on right now, you produced in your bedroom. I also know another one that you released recently, So High, was also produced in your bedroom. But now you're kind of working more in the studio. So what's been that like transition from, from working in the bedroom to now like having full-fledged studio and like all these producers to work with? You know, it's funny. I actually don't enjoy going to big studios, like at all. Mm. Um, no, that, okay, not to go back. It depends. Not it depends on the, no, okay. it, it depends on the studio. I personally like, if I'm going to work with a producer and I'm going to work with a, another artist or, or a writer or whatever, I personally enjoy going to like their, their, their home studio. Mm. Like all, most producers have a home studio. And to me, that feels like way more intimate and like way more, like less like set up. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, I, I love going to those garage studios because it just feels more real to me. Like, I don't, I mean, some people love big studios and that's great. But for me, it's, it's just like, every time I walk in like a massive studio, I'm kind of just like, it doesn't feel real like at all, mm. which some people love that feeling. I just don't, I, I want it to feel like gritty and natural. Grunge, natural. I don't yeah, want to yeah. be like, so what are we writing about today, guys? And I'm <laughs> like, uh, Holly, I don't know. It just feels weird. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, it's cool. It's definitely an amazing experience and I'm very glad I'm getting the experience. But I personally, what I've found is I like, if I'm going to work producers, I like working in their, their small little home studios. You got to work with like a pretty freaking epic producer, Versace, on communication. What's the process like working with him and especially like on that song? Yeah, Zach is genuinely probably the most talented producer I've ever seen in my entire life. And, mm -hmm. I, and I've worked with a lot of really amazing producers, um, but he just like, he takes sound development and the creation of sound and the manipulation of sound to a whole different level. I don't understand. I, I still don't understand how he comes up with the things he comes up with. So just being able to like witness that and it was, you know, obviously we were in the same state. I mean, I mean, mm -hmm. country even he lives in Toronto. Um, so we would be zooming and like FaceTiming creating the song. And I produced it to like I produced a, a full version out in my bedroom and then I sent it to him and he went in and then added everything, you know, like all his sauce, gotcha. like he, he sauced up everything and, um, you know, added instruments that he thought it needed to be added. And I mean, he really made the song like to what it is today and which, which was just, just being able to like have that and have, to be able to say like, I got to work with him on something <laughs> was a dream of mine. Um, cause he, he truly is like a wizard when it comes to creating songs on Ableton. Like you can ask any artist who has worked with him and seen him. It's just, he, nobody understands how he, he's like, okay, I'm gonna do this. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, how do you even think of that? Like nobody even thinks of that small, tiny, it's the details. Like he works in the details and nobody thinks of it except him, which is such a special trait. Um, and on top of that, he's the sweetest guy on earth and everybody can attest like he's, he's so lovable. So very excited that I got to do that. So fun. And obviously, 
collabing is um, with producers is not the only thing you've been doing. You've also been doing tons of other fun collabs with other artists and everything. And you kind of seem to be a jack of all trades with recording and writing and producing all your music. Or what kind of has that been like with all these other people collabing with you and kind of building upon your own creative experience? It's It kind of goes back to like the, the practice thing that Blue told me. It's like, it it's really cool to see how everyone else's um, like sound, how their sound and how their writing process affects your own and like how you can bounce off of that and how you can build off of that. Um, because uh, it can be overwhelming if you're like, oh, I, I, like, I like being my own thing and doing my own thing, um, which I was for a little bit and that's why I was overwhelmed. But now I'm kind of like, I'm open to it. I'm like, whoa, like I, I would never have thought of that. Like, that's so cool. Let's try and work that in or whatever it is. And also being able to see other artists like, creative processes like I got to work with Claire Rosencrans and I mean we're going on tour together which is amazing so dope. um yeah. so I'm super stoked for that but Claire um is also one of the more most gen- like genuine and talented artists I've ever seen she lyrically she's she's like she's like the opposite of me like the, when it comes to creation of music she is completely lyric driven um and works with melodies and lyrics and I work on the opposite side of that with mm. Sonic and then lyrics. Um, Cause her dad produces for us so she never needed to do the producing thing. But um, yeah, being in a session with her and just seeing that and seeing like, she can whip up a whole story in her head like she like and write it in complete like, um, um, like linear fashion. And it's so amazing to watch. Um, and I wish, I wish I had that. So just being able to see that like, okay, picking up things from her and be like, okay, this is how she does this. Like, let's see if we can implement this into my music. Um, it's so cool to be able to witness that um, and be able to take little things and put it into my own work. And how cool is that that you're literally about to go on tour with her? How how, yeah. did, how did that like connection start? How did you guys meet? Yeah, that, like this whole thing was so like random. Uh, hmm. it, it happened in a week. Um, Shoot, we yeah, yeah. we've like had each other's numbers for like six or seven months now I feel mm-hmm. like um, we just never like linked up um, gotcha. so I'm trying to remember oh I saw this is what happened this is how it all started up I saw a post on TikTok she posted and she posted it was something about being like single on Christmas for like the 17th <laughs> year in a row and I was like oh same except I'm 18 <laughs> <laughs> I've never had a girlfriend on Christmas. And she's like, oh, wait, damn. And then so, like, she, we started talking, and, and she was like, whoa, I love your music. Like, I'd love to get in a session with you. And she had, like, usually just works with her dad, so I was really, really, really surprised that she asked me to be in a session with her. Mm. Um, so, yeah. and I was really excited because I've always wanted, to, I had always wanted to make music with her because she's so talented. Um, so I was like, yeah, of course. So we got in a session, and, um, Oh, actually, we hung out first because I like if I'm gonna go ever and like be in a with an, in a room with another artist or another someone I'm like creating music for or creating music with, um, I like to go and hang out with them and like get a vibe from them first so we can like have good chemistry on the day. So we were we hung out two days before, and it was just it just was really well. We we hit it off and became really really good friends. Um, and we went and got our nails done. <laughs> Yeah. Before, yeah, I, I'm like wholesome a, activity. Yeah, so I, we went and got our nails done before the session, and when we were getting our nails done, she's like, "Yeah, I'm, I, I just got off tour, but I'm gonna go on tour again, on a big tour." 
And I was like, oh, oh. dude, I'm, I'm jealous, dude. That's awesome. Like, my performing is my dream. Like, such a, an amazing experience. And she's like, yeah, it's awesome. And she's like, oh, I don't really have anyone open for me. I was like, oh, that's tough. <laughs> I, was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, I was like, oh man, it's tough. Bummer. I was like, that sucks, man, dude. Shit. Uh, and uh, yeah, she was like, well, how do you feel about touring and stuff? And I was like, oh, um, I feel good about it. Like, I was, I was like, I was like, I've always wanted to. Like, it's, it's like a dream of mine. Like, it would be so fun, and I feel like my songs live would go like would just be insane. And yeah, she was like. Yeah, that's dope. Um, how would you feel about opening for me? And I was like, well, I'm like sitting getting my nails and I was like, sh- I was like, I like choked on my own spit. I was like, ah! <laughs> I was like, what the, what did you just say? And she's like, oh yeah, I didn't really tell you this, but I, I, the call, she had a call before she's in the car on a call before getting her nails mm-hmm. done. She was like, oh, I didn't tell you this, but my team just came to me, like the entire team was like, yo, what if? What if Aiden opened for you on tour? And she she was like, oh, she liked the idea. And so she asked me and I was like, hmm, let me just check my schedule real quick. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, I can, let's do it. <laughs> um, so yeah, I literally, like, I called my manager, like we got, as we were driving, we like left the, the t- from getting our nails done and got in the car to drive to the session. And I called my manager, I'm like, holy shit, I could be going on tour, dude, holy, I'm, I'm going crazy. And he's like, and he's like, oh my God, they just sent me the email, this is nuts. Uh, uh, yeah, it was a very cool moment. Um, and then we got it put together and it became official. And now I can say before I died, I went on a tour, which is all I really wanted. I just want to tell my kids, um, if I have kids, <laughs> <laughs> I want kids. That's what I'm, I'm backtracking. I, I want kids. Uh, <laughs> you got it. <laughs> um, if, uh, I just want to tell my kids in the future, like, yo, I, your dad's sick. <laughs> he went. <laughs> he went on a North dad. American tour and performed his music. Um, so you have a lot to live up to. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, uh, I just want to be. I just want to be able to like say that when I'm older. Like, like this is just like nobody gets to say that. Nobody gets to say they went on a tour, and that's such a dad. crazy, crazy memories will yeah. be made and, and, and an experience, and to be able to connect on a, on like a on a deeper level, on a personal level, with people who listen to your music, like that's so cool. It, it, if I if I just even hear one person singing the lyrics, I'll be like, my my job on earth, my footprint has been left, and I will be happy. Everybody is literally going to be screaming your lyrics once this tour starts, or at least I will be. You got that <laughs> one. Per, you got you got two people right here. But you Sweet. just said like a tour would be cool before you die. But you're literally only 19. You're freaking signed to a capital. You have songs out. You have songs coming. You're about to freaking go on North American tour with Claire. How, what do you contribute your success to? I mean, you're only 19. Um, that's a great question. I would definitely say my parents uh, mm. play, play a huge role in this. Um, uh, they've just been really supportive. And I feel like I, I'm very fortunate. There's a lot of kids out there with parents who aren't there and who aren't supportive of things like this. This is a weird job, you know? Like mm-hmm. going out when you're 18, 19, whatever, and living across the country, number one, in a in a city that's known to be weird um <laughs> doing a job that's weird and unconventional mm-hmm. you know what i mean like a lot of parents would be like oh yeah in your dreams go to college like that's that's not <laughs> happening um and when everything started going my my dad and my mom both but my dad and i worked very closely together on, on bringing this together and like he showed me a lot of the business side of things um so 
when working together, he always said like, look, you know, you can make anything happen as long as you know you go out there and you do it. And I'm here, if you, if you look me in the eyes and you tell me, Aiden, this is, or dad, this is what I want and I'm going to make it happen, even when it's tough, even when, when things suck, like this is what I want and I'm gonna work for it. Mm. And he said, if you can tell me that, if you can look me in the eyes and tell me that, I will be here 100% and I will make sure that I see through whatever vision you have and I'll be by your side and, and help you do it. Uh, and he has been, and my mom too, they, they both have been and they've been very supportive and um, you know, I can count on them which is such an amazing thing. And I don't think without their support, I mean, I went through, my high school life sucked. Like I had a terrible, mm. terrible high school experience um, living in, and I think Tampa's great, but um, being somebody who didn't play, I mean, I played sports when I lived in Portland, but when I moved out to Florida, I stopped playing sports and Florida's such a sports driven state. Yeah. When I stopped playing sports, you know, I started doing music. People thought that was weird. Everyone thought mm. it was a joke. Um, and the only people who really kind of understood it and really under supported me were my parents and my family, um, which was kind of the only thing that was, I feel like really fueling me besides proving the haters wrong. <laughs> um, Suck it. My, yeah, exactly. No, I feel like my parents were the main, you know, drivers of that. Um, and I'm very fortunate and very thankful and grateful for them. Um, other than my parents, I feel like I get like I get infatuated with when I put my mind to something like I want to see it through I like mm. it's like the only thing I can think about and I had that for a while when I was playing football and you know I wanted to go to school for that and then I moved to Florida and everything kind of shifted but when I like decided it was music like it was that I was all in like I like dreamed about it like this is what I wanted I went to live mm. shows and I was like I want that more than anything and I feel like when I when I see that and I want it like I I, I don't plan out, but like, I, 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 I'm like, I'm going to do it and I will figure out a way. And that's like why I started producing on my own. I was like, I can't wait. I tried going to other producers. I tried mm. in Florida, like seeing like how that would work. And it just didn't, it didn't work. Um, and that's why I started on my own. I was like, okay, I'm not going to wait till I get, till I try and move out to LA and go to studios there. Like I need to make this happen now. If anything's going to happen, it needs to happen now when I'm younger. Um, and yeah, having that level of like, and that, I, I guess it could also stem from my dad or, or, or some sort of like bloodline or something. <laughs> I mean, having that level of sure. like, don't, excuse me, my word choice here, but don't give a fuck, like mm. um, determination uh, and like having like a sense of drive really, really helps, especially when it gets tough. Like when kids are like, yo, you're weird, dude. Like who <laughs> makes music in high school? And I'm like, I don't care. Me, me, I do. Yeah. Um, and having like that, yeah, having that kind of level of drive definitely helps. But yeah, I think those are the two main things. And you definitely have that drive and we can see how your success is obviously sourced from that. And what advice would you give to others in that situation who are, are, who are being told that what they're doing is weird or are failing or keep trying and whatnot? What would you say to them? Uh, yeah, that's a great question. <laughs> um, also, I don't mean to come off as a narcissist at all. <laughs> You're so just, good. Uh, um, um, just like in regards to like the drive thing, I feel like everybody has is capable of having that mm -hmm. level of drive. I just for some reason have always I get like honed in on something and then I, I can't get my mind off of it. That's what I was trying mm. to say. But uh, yeah, don't want to come off as like a, a like a. You're not. You're not. <laughs> everybody uh, has ambition, but only some people will really go for it. You know, yeah. and you're one of those people, and you're you're more than welcome to say that. You know. Um, yeah, and I feel like I feel like everyone. 
when like everyone, yeah, I totally agree. Everyone has that level of ambition. I, I also believe everyone has that level of drive. Mm. Um, it's, I feel like a lot of people, including myself, um, have walls up, you know, mm. there's, you can create a lot of excuses for when the balls just got a weird text. <laughs> um, I, um, you can create a lot of excuses for yourself um, and reasons why not to do things. And I, mm. and I, and I sat around, you know, I did sit around creating excuses for myself on why I shouldn't be doing it. Why, why, why shouldn't I just be like a normal high school kid, go to, to go mm. to college, like a normal kid. Um, uh, my advice to that would just do what you want to do. Do what makes you happy. You know, yeah. um, if that's music, if that's acting, if that's architecture, if that's whatever, you know, um, doing what makes you happy is the most important thing and if it makes you happy and you know it makes you happy don't listen to whatever anybody says because they're not in your head they don't know what makes you happy um so being able to push through that and being able to push through whatever everybody says and just doing what makes you feel best is like the most especially for your mental health like that's the most important thing like do what makes you feel good don't don't trudge along life and I was doing this for a long time trudge along mm -hmm. just doing what everyone else says because that's socially mm -hmm. acceptable and that's socially normal um, that's not a fun way to live uh, and once anybody out there who wants to do it once you realize that like high school doesn't matter college I mean college I mean not but I don't <laughs> the social the social aspect of high school doesn't right. matter the social aspect of college doesn't really matter um, once you realize that like your kind of own mental growth and your your happiness is more important than everything else aside from you know you need to have some some relationships and some close friends don't throw away all your friendships but um, <laughs> um, once you realize you know your your, your status in, in your own head like your own mental health is is important um, and doing what makes you happy is important like I think that'll give you all the drive that you'll need mm -hmm. um, and you should just do it run run with it run for it because it's worth it take it from some stupid kid right now <laughs> in an apartment that in LA for some reason um, it's possible mm -hmm. um, and you can do it as early as you want I've seen kids younger than me doing it you know what I mean yeah. Yeah, um, definitely. so you don't need to wait there's no need no need to wait just go do it have fun have fun doing it that's important um, and if people say anything fuck them excuse me <laughs> obviously you have all the drive that you need so are we expecting some big things soon besides obviously the tour? What's what's coming for you in 2022? Yeah, I feel like there's a lot. Like I feel like this year I want, I have a lot of goals for myself. I have a lot of goals for myself this year and I really want it to be a, a large step up from last year, which is gonna be tough to beat. You know, Thanks. more than friends had such, yeah. an amaz such an amazing year and um, I really want I want to one-up it. I'm a one-upper when okay. it comes to my own stuff. I want to one-up every, you know, everything that I had going. You know, I'm already doing that with tour, which is awesome. Mm -hmm. So I'm one step ahead. But when now, when now it comes down to music, like I want the music, people to to hear the music and, and connect to the music on a deeper level and like that sort of thing. Um, so I really, I've got a lot of things coming with with music and like the the development of the new sound and like trying so many new things and. Um, I'm, I'm very excited to get the new rollout and the new the new kind of project I'm working on in, into the public hands. Um, so yeah, very stoked. 
That's so good to hear and we're so hyped for you just hearing your journey and like the success you're rewarded for it and we're so excited to hear about all of those 2022 things happening. Thank you so much for joining us and just sharing your story and your advice. It really is inspiring and, and it's clear that anybody can do it if they if they have the, the well they do have the drive but if they put that into practice. So thank you so much for joining us. Of course this is fun anytime.